Welcome to Immersive Reality. We are here to prove the case for augmented and virtual reality and immersive technologies in business, entertainment, and marketing. I'm your co-host, Dave Mason, founder of Uncommon, an agency empowering retail brands and institutions with the ability to deliver immersive experiences to their audiences through augmented reality and interactive installations. My name's Bradley Smith, co-host of Immersive Reality and founder of AVO, software to create, manage, and measure augmented reality marketing campaigns. Dave and I have a lot of war stories to share, so buckle up and get ready to immerse yourself. Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Immersive Reality. Today, we're gonna jump into talking about where content actually comes from. So all the stuff that you see in AR, uh, or VR, or inside of an immersive experience, where does the content actually come from? So we've talked, and we kind of boiled it down to three different sources. The first one is available content. And that's content that already exists that we're able to use by either paying for it, or it's available for free via Creative Commons. Second is custom content. Custom content is built and created by professionals for a specific use case. Uh, and that can be video, illustrative stuff, 3D designers and animators creating 3D objects and 3D animations. It's people that are trained to create content within their field of expertise for AR, VR, and immersive. And then there's UGC or user generated content. UGC is what you see on YouTube. It's what you see when people are posting their Instagram videos with face filters and Snapchat filters. The users are creating content on their own with the tools and the experiences that have been built by brands and creators. When it comes to available content, there's a number of different ways we can look at this and, the, and, and how we can dive into it. But Bradley, can you kind of tell us how you work with your customers and guiding them through ways that they can bring available content into what they're doing at low to almost no cost. A lot of our customers that we work with don't have content ready. They don't have 3D models or filters or any of these AR media types sitting around. So we need to get them moving fast, get them to understand the value, get them to understand how this all works. So we go with available content and available content can be from Sketchfab, Google Poly, and all of these, a lot of them are actually free as well. And there's some really, really great models and content for free that you can use in order to show examples, show you know use case. So what we do is work with customers and we'll go into Sketchfab and say we're working with like a real estate client. We'll go into Sketchfab or Google Poly find a 3D model house, download it, and then upload it into whatever platform we're using and be able to show them that, hey, this is how it's gonna look and feel. And you can go beyond there. You can go to the Unity store, the Unreal Marketplace, and you can find content that is paid for, you know, hundreds of dollars, really elaborate stuff. Or you can go to the free services and find really, really great content as well. And then Another piece of this is sometimes companies have content that they don't even know that they can use, which is usually going to be video. And a lot of times companies have these elaborate videos. They've spent a ton of money on these videos. And if you can just speak to them and let them know that, hey, you can actually reuse your videos in AR and this is how we can do it. It allows them to kind of get an easy way to come into this world and an easy way for them to understand um, the value of it. So 
When working with customers, starting with the available content, it's a great way to get them up to speed. And then usually after we work with the free models or the free content, a lot of times customers want to, of course, build their custom content and build more elaborate experiences. And that's usually when we roll into the custom content side of things. Yeah, so I'm going to touch on something real quick because I think you make a really good point. The the assets and the content are readily available on places like Sketchfab. And what's really great is uh, the, the tools that we use to create custom content, like, say, Spark AR for Instagram and Facebook, they already have things like Sketchfab integrated into their platform. So quick use case scenario. You have a museum that has an Egyptian... Uh, exhibit coming to town. There's a there's a free Nefertiti bust available in Sketchfab that anybody can download and use. And you can actually grab it from within Spark AR and drop it into an AR build and then publish that to your Instagram or Facebook profile in a matter of a couple hours. I mean, it, it's so easy to do when you have assets readily available. Now, getting into the custom stuff that we create we're usually working with a client on a little bit longer time frame. Uh, it's stuff that takes some time to develop, understand why we're doing it, who we're doing it for. But then when we get into actually building it, it's created by 3D designers and animators. These people are trained to build stuff inside of these environments. And it's used for creating, say it's a specific product that you're trying to sell or market, and you want to put that product into AR. That's when you get into custom content. If you want to do a custom experience where you're telling some sort of brand story in AR uh, or VR, that's where you're starting to create custom content. And then we actually do a lot of things where we'll create a partnership with a client and we're creating things together. Um, we have something coming very soon uh, that we're really excited to announce and, and kind of push out there. And it's, it's just that. We worked with our client to kind of understand how they were going to do this, how they wanted to build this. They provided some information to us, some assets for us. We worked with them to then build the their environment, their immersive experience in, in 3D, and then put it into a place where it can actually be interacted with. So once we get into that, then you're actually starting to get into some content management as well. So you know, are we working with a specific platform to manage and keep things running over a certain amount of time? Uh, are there metrics that we're supposed to be paying attention to? Do we need to do A-B testing to figure out, you know, what's the what's the better experience if we make things red versus blue? Who, who What's getting a better reaction? Uh, so all those things are really set forth by the client, but we do all those things uh, in order to help them with their custom content. I think you brought up a really good point about measuring the metrics from the content and from your experience, is it is it based off sales and ROI or with the experiential side of things, are organizations able to have KPIs and metrics around retention and engagement or does it always just go back to pure and simple sales? Man, I'm so glad you asked that question because I have been banging my head against the wall for so long to try and figure that out. And I've kind of figured it out. Uh, but when I first got into this, the biggest thing that I was trying to pitch was ROI. You're going to get a better return on AR and VR versus traditional media. And people were like, okay, you know, I'll listen. Uh, and we talked about, you know, the average two and a half minute engagement times 
in AR versus a video or uh, how little it actually costs to build some type of AR experience. And what I figured out in talking to a lot of people who are the, you know, the shot callers, they're, they're the people that are going to be the ones that sign off on this stuff. Uh, they said that it doesn't matter how much they put into it. It matters how much they get out of it from their customer's perspective. So what's the return on engagement? What's the return on the experience? Is it Is it measured by how many minutes they spend on the platform or the experience? Is it measured by how many people go and uh, share it? Is it measured by, they they have different metrics. It's not really return on investment. Now, the the CFOs are probably screaming at (laughs) at me right now saying this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But I, I, I promise that ROI is not the end all be all. It's really about what our customers are trying to do and what matters to them, that's the return that we're going for. Part of it is coming down to our next point about user-generated content, where you can have something like this go viral and have users and audiences create a lot of free marketing for you if you build out a great experience. And user-generated content is just that. It's when your end user is creating content from your AR experiences. And AR does this really, really, really well. One of the best cases that I've seen lately is the branded filters where there's kind of like the sign above the head and it goes through six or seven, eight different options and you take a selfie and it's whatever character you are in a Marvel movie or whatever it may be. Those filters they went absolutely viral. Now people are doing them in healthcare. You know, what what beauty product are you? They're doing it with movie series. They're doing it with uh, Disney characters. They're doing it with all sorts of these things. And they're branded by these companies and organizations. And the audience have such a great time that they take selfies, they share it, they send the link to their friends, family for them to share it. And it creates this whole ecosystem of user-generated content And I think that's something that is an emerging metric for people to understand and something that I believe is really, really important because if you can turn, you know, uh, call it $500,000 filter and upload it to Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, wherever the platform is, and then boom, I mean, you're having millions and millions and millions of people engage and share this content I mean, that, that's one of the best things you can possibly get as far as an ROI on this type of experience. So real quick, I don't know that I've ever done a job where a face filter costs $500,000, but if that client is out there, I will take it all day long. So, okay, okay, okay. I met $502,000, dollars $500,000. Okay, all right. <laughs> that filter all right, that makes be, more sense. That filter would be gold-plated. <laughs> the Midas touch. <laughs> Yeah. And and content, I mean, it can be hard, right? It it can be tough to try and figure that out. How do we make something that's going to go viral? And honestly, there's no formula to that. If you go in trying to make something viral, it's not going to go viral. It's more about connecting and engaging with the right audience and and doing the right content for that audience. If you want to take a deeper dive into AR and VR, then look at the people that can help you connect to your audience. People like illustrators that create face filters uh, that can do stuff in Spark AR for Instagram and Facebook or something like Lens Studio for Snapchat 
look at 3D designers and developers that can build 3D dimensional products and build interactive experiences inside of those platforms or a custom app or a web app. And then look at creative technologists. It's a field that's starting to grow quickly, but I'm seeing a lot of stuff come from these people that are focused on integrating art and code. And creative technologists are really good at making things that are futuristic in, in nature. And I think it will help brands to understand that they can do AR and they can create an experience for an audience and a customer that's going to get a good reaction. Now, some of these small businesses that we've worked with in the past, they are, are kind of in a weird spot where, you know, they can't afford the big agency to build them their content, their augmented reality experiences. And, but they want, you know, custom content. They don't want, you know, just a free Google Poly uh, 3D model. You know, where, where can they turn? Can they go to a Fiverr and an Upwork to create these AR experiences or, like you said, the creative technologists, are there are there not enough of them out there in order for the cost to start to come down? Or is there unique places where these small businesses can look to find these creative technologists? If you want to do something custom, you have to look at why you want to do that. Uh, it's not, and you're right, it's so expensive if you want to get into something that's fully customized in a big build. And it's probably something that a big brand is going to be able to afford and a small uh, business won't, but that's okay. Because there are free assets out there, you can at least experiment with it. You can play with it a little bit and see where it goes. But you could go to a platform like Fiber. Um, I, I don't recommend that. I mean, it's it's one of those things where if you're going to go down that path, you're already starting to create custom content. So find somebody local. Find somebody uh, in your neck of the woods that you can work with. Uh, find somebody that maybe is a friend of a friend kind of thing. I, I know we try to, as a big agency, we're like, we, we see it all the time. Oh, it's it was it was my cousin's, you know, little kid put this together for me. And it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's okay. But look, this stuff is so new. It's so novel that no matter what you do, it's... It's going to help you learn. And that's all we're trying to help people do is just just figure this out. Uh, finding the right people to create this stuff is never easy, but there's so much content already out there that you can start with almost no overhead. And at minimum, be able to experiment with it and see how it may impact your business. Next time on Immersive Reality. And... The million dollar question though with all of this and the question that I'm sure you and I get asked almost daily is how much does this stuff cost? That's it for this episode. Be sure to follow us on Spotify and check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to Immersive Reality.